Rebel Goddess Reclamation was born out of the desire to celebrate the sacred feminine. You can look forward to goddess myth and storytelling from all cultures, interviews with inspiring rebel women, and learning about nature-based Sabbaths and any other goddess-loving sexy content that floats the boats of your two founding sisters. We know that in recognizing the radiance in others that we are recognizing the radiance in ourself. As rebel women, we empower ourselves and others without apology or harm, aware and in awe of our united potential. We welcome both the delicious light and exquisite shadow, knowing that this paradox is the source of sacred power. With the wisdom of our ancestors and the hope of all future descendants, we release that which does not serve and manifest that which does. We lean into the unknown with grace, making our own rules and then breaking them. I am your dark sister, Sam. I am your red sister, Sarah. And And we we are are Rebel Rebel Women Women with Teacups. Hello, love. Hello. Welcome to episode zero. You welcome to episode zero. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. No problem. So episode zero, we're going to tell you who we are, how we got here, and what we're doing. I am Sam, your dark sister. I am Sarah, your red sister. And we are here to bring all of the rebellious wild woman goodness straight to you and hopefully bring you some insight onto things to put inside your teacup as well. Yeah. Okay, so a little bit about us, our origin story. Uh, I'll start because um, I I feel like our origin started with me seeing you and being in awe. It was two years ago at the Winter Solstice Gala, which is a pretty schnazzy event that we have here in Dayton, and tickets are like pretty expensive. <laughs> so you you dress up and you drink lovely things and you eat lovely things, and Sarah was... Uh, She got on stage and she performed a love letter to a wild woman. And it's a piece of poetry that she wrote. Uh, Well, I'm just going to tell this part of the story for you. And then she she wrote it for herself, but also, you know, for all the other women. It's like the things she wanted to hear and the things also to share with, with the other women. So she's up there from the depths of her being performing a love letter to a wild woman. And I was with my partner at the time. And I remember grabbing his arm and like, cause it shook me. It was like, everything she said was like, yes, yes, yes. I'd been taking a wild woman training and it was like all of the words she used just hit home. It was like all of the things that made me feel alive. She spoke to, and she said it with such like power and gumption. And I grabbed his arm and I looked at him and I was like, She's saying that for me. This is this is like my poem. This is she, she doesn't know it, but she wrote it for me, and I fell in love with her. And uh, I, but I didn't. Um, it was a quiet, soft love because I didn't stalk you or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of forgot that you existed. Yeah. <laughs> But then we had a mutual friend um, and our mutual friend uh, had lots of incredible women friends and she said she wanted to have lunch with all of them. But instead of scheduling separate lunches, she was like, let me just bring them all together. So she had like eight women together at a single luncheon and Sarah was the first person to arrive and I was the second person to arrive. 
Do you want to take over from here? I do. And immediately when I saw Sam, I thought, my God, her face, first of all, is beautiful. And it looks familiar. Like her face, her smile just looks so familiar to me. And um, more women started filtering in. And we kept looking at each other. We kept going, we know each other from somewhere. And then it was Sam that realized... She was like, oh, my God, you you spoke at the solstice event. And so this, this is a few months after it happened. Um, it was still cold. I remember that. But it wasn't um, mm-hmm. close enough to it. And it was like, oh, my God, that's so crazy. So within this um, this meeting of these m- amazing women, um, we decided that we were going to start a book club so that we would read a book and then come together every few weeks and discuss said book. Um so we decided on the book that we were going to read, and then we gathered for the, it was, I believe it was the second time. Could Did you make it to the first one or to the second one? I did. I made it, yeah, to the first and the second. It's where, I think we should also mention the book, because oh, the book is fucking incredible. Yes. By Mama Gina, it's Pussy, and um, we do recommend it. Um, yeah. There's a longer title to it, but just know that it's a, a glorious book called Pussy. So, mm-hmm. um, so that is the first book that we started in the, in the book club and, um, and the only, and the only. <laughs> we, we kind of made it into a second one, but then, you know, it fizzled. things just fizzled out, but it was still mm-hmm. lovely nonetheless when we did get together. Yeah. It was meant to happen exactly the way it happened. Literally meant to happen. So we're at the, we're at the meeting and I can't remember if it was the first or the second one, but we were... It was the second, because you were sitting on her couch. You were sitting on the other Sarah's couch. Yes. I remember seeing you Yes. There. So, but what happened is I made mention of this book that I had fallen in, this woman that I had fallen in love with. Like, I was immediately captivated, and I found out that she was doing training. It was Danielle Dalsky, and the book was The Holy Wild. And then fucking Sam says, oh my God, I've taken that training, like... She's like, she's just a a magic mad woman. And she's like, you're in circle and she's running around you pounding on the drum. And it's just so, and she's like making these little Danielle Dalskys to like put out into the world. And I was like, I want it all. I want it all. I want it all. I even remember telling you, because you were like, you were talking about wanting to do the training, and I'm like, it will change your life. It will change your life. Yes, and it did change my life, <laughs> like, did. so massively. It's it's fucking, it's insane. It is absolutely insane. So, cut to months and, I mean, months and months later. Like, these, this was the cold part of 2019, and we're getting into the ending, going towards the end of summer of 2019. So, these, this, these are months later. And I... <clears throat> received an email that I thought was from one of my friends because all it said was Melissa and I clicked on it thinking that it was from her and it was actually something from the house of Om. and inside that there was Danielle's next leg of training for the 300 300 hour yoga instructor training and I received it in such a timely manner that again the universe was working exactly the way that it was supposed to. And I was able to take that training and able to start it. And one of the really cool things, now she's no longer offering this training, but one of the really cool things about the offering is that if you've taken the classes before, Danielle will let you sit in after you've graduated and just like be a part of the the party. And that's what Sam got to do. 
Well, and the training, it's a 300-hour teacher training, and it's a year-long adventure. And so once a season, every three months or so, you gather with women for an entire week, yeah, like an immersive days. week experience. Yeah, So for a, a whole year goes by, and you give a week um, four times to this circle of women. And then once you do it once, yeah, then you get to do it again. But it's it's an investment, you know, every time to offer. It's a lot of time to invest. But I feel like for the most part, I was the only one that that took her up on that offer. And it was like every fucking week she had it. I was like, I'll quit my job. I don't care. I'm going to be there. So then I got to sit in while Sarah was doing her round, which was incredible. Yes. So inside of that training. So again, just like Sam said, it's a once a season based on um, structures and teachings of the season. And I don't believe it was the first one. I believe it was the second one. So the first one was something that Danielle had later than what she normally would have had for the summer season, which is so weird because had she had it at the time that she normally would have, I would have missed it. But it was pushed back a few weeks because she was taking training with Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes. And that's Mm. why hers was pushed back. And again, divine timing, of course. But I believe it was in the second round, which was the fall. And we were doing, we were drawing on this piece of paper, um, this flower. And basically she was trying, <gasps> yeah, I remember, she was trying to I help us it. create new words to use to describe ourselves in our bio. So it wasn't just, um, I, you know, I'm a 2B certified, 100, 500 hour certified yoga instructor and I do this and blah, blah, blah. She wanted to make the language beautiful and sensual and stand out from the rest and so what she was basically doing is having us create our own thesaurus so instead of just saying uh i I don't even know like i can't even find the words right now can you remember anything that you wrote down no not at all okay i still have the paper it's somewhere in my things but basically she was just trying to create you to think outside of the box instead of just using standard language she wanted you to use like it's kind of like that speech that robin william gives in dead poet society like you don't you know you don't say you're tired you say you're exhausted or something like that like Mm. you find spicier language and i somebody and it was like also use like things that you wouldn't normally use like do you crochet or do you knit or do you do this or do you do that and i yelled out i throw a great party and Sam literally was like, I, me and you, we're doing, I don't know what it is, but we're doing something. Yes, me and you, we're doing something. All of the bells went off in my body and I cannot explain what it was like, or I mean, I know where it came from. It came from the infinite source of Shakti herself, but it was like, I, yeah, I had to mark that moment in time and I was like, we're, we're circling back to this. And so previously before that, um, unbeknownst to Sarah, Melissa and I, Melissa was the owner of the studio where the training was happening, had talked about uh, throwing a spoken word event and thinking about, you know, spoken word. That's when I fell in love with Sarah. So then when she said party, I was like, we're linking together and it's going to be a Sarah and Sam spoken word party. And through that, it just got larger than life completely. And that's how the Rebel Goddess Reclamation seasonal events were born Mm -hmm. and so we had the first one um which was uh witnessing and we witnessed people sharing and and brought life to the ability to witness and affirm women and empower them and thereby empowering yourself simply by witnessing um yeah and it was like 
it was intoxicating and it was fucking magic. And we had what, 40 some people. And we also led them through a giant ritual, like, you know, casting a circle together and chanting. And then Melissa led us through this ecstatic dance, like body Kriya. And so we're all doing these same movements. We all just like taught each other this dance and, you know, that we just made up in that moment. And like, it wasn't weird. It was like so perfect. And then it was like, we have to do this all the time. All the freaking (laughs) time. And what's beautiful about this, one of the, um, one of the things that people don't understand is that this isn't just about the divine feminine we also want to celebrate with the divine masculine so we so we want we wanted men to be a part of it and we had a you know a man was gracious enough to be a part of the spoken word or storytelling Mm. um, part of the event and um, so we had men in this circle just like like to see that when you're so used to the patriarchal view of how men react to things but then to see these open men in the circle just like Mm. vibing so hard with us it was mm-hmm. astonishing mm-hmm. so beautiful it's so healing it healing is. for not only women to experience that but also i'm sure not only for him as a man but for all of the other men because it ripples out you know whether the men were there or not it's it yeah it changes the people that are there and then they take that out and they hold that new perspective in the men that they perceive yes. in the future you know yes so that was in november yeah. of 2019 so almost a year to the date that we first crossed paths that we know of, right? Mm-hmm. So then we we slated the next one. I believe it was for February of 2020, right? No, that was 2019. Was it 2020? Yes, it was 2020 because then year. we were planning the rebirth and then that's when COVID happened. Right. So yeah. February of this year, of this year, which it literally feels like lifetimes ago, we had our second seasonal event, which was um, in the body. Mm-hmm. And we had beautiful, just like delicious dancers. We were just taking them in in their glory and all these different forms of um, dancing uh, or movement of the body, um, spoken and spoken word, spoken word performances. about the experiences that we have inside of our body, about being rebirthed, mm. about um, – it was just – it was so divine that mm-hmm. we were like we were riding high. And so we were already in the midst of, just like you said, creating our third event that would have been sometime in – in May, I think it was May 30th, it was supposed to be this year. Mm-hmm. And then, like she said, COVID hit. And that put, like, the brakes on everything. Mm-hmm. And we retreated into a cocoon for a little while. And then we were like, well, there's too much magic in this bowl. There's too much magic in this the ether surrounding this. So we have to do more. I even remember posting on Instagram because we had posted the date that we were going to have that third mm-hmm. event and then COVID happened. So we had to do like a repost and it was like, I don't know, like pause for gestation yeah. or or like it was something for gestation, you know, that we were retreating. Gest- gestation, that's what it was. That's right. Which is like also how intuitively foreshadowous yeah. that that's right and so so then okay so then we retreated and we rested and we were like what the fuck is happening and then all of our rebel goddess energy together i mean it's it's so dynamic we can't get together and not create it's like lists upon lists of magical things that we want to put into the world together and it just flows it just like 
pours out. Like the thought of not doing it would be like having chicken pox and not being able to scratch it all. It's like, it sounds <laughs> yes. like torture. <laughs> yes. I completely agree. I completely agree. So, so we channeled all of that, uh, well, into lots of places, but this particular offering through the ether, which is also interesting because last year before COVID, when we were still having our events, we had talked about doing a podcast, yeah. had, had dabbled with recording, but it was like our energies needed to be other places and it just wasn't the right time timing and now it's the perfect divinest timing yes here it is <laughs> and here we are two years to the date <laughs> of us our knowingly first time crossing each other's paths yeah and here the we winter are. solstice gala yeah so we're releasing it on the winter solstice and this amazing yeah and like the appreciation of cycles yeah. right that the, these like little subtle things you know yeah and and we don't even know that we're doing it until we're doing it. And it was like, I had texted her and I was like, holy fuck, I met you. I saw you on the winter solstice. That's the first time we were like, oh my God, we're releasing on the winter solstice. Ah! And like none of it was planned logically, no. you know, from A to B to C. It's like so sporadic and around this incredible spiral, but everything falls into place flawlessly every fucking time. Yes, it's glorious. So, but to also, so we knew that we wanted to do the podcast. We knew we wanted to do it. And then literally just a few days ago like not even a week ago like silly not even a week ago (laughs) we were um getting together for a meeting and we were just talking and gabbing and talking about uh, the podcast and things like that and she was telling me about like the like the different podcasts that she listens to and how it's like a podcast and and I was like maybe we should have an and and then well first 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 I know that they'll hear it again, but tell the story of the teacups. So I drink a lot of tea and in an effort to make it a more sacred event instead of guzzling it down 10 glasses at a time, I thought that potentially investing in some beautiful teacups might slow me down and re-ritualize it and make me appreciate it. And so I was on the lookout for teacups. I saw some at the thrift store, which is a place that I love to go. And there were these two teacups and they were so perfectly Sam and Sarah. One was had these beautiful gold edges and this like big bountiful like red roses all over it and it just like so yummy and full and curvy and like you just wanted to put it on your lips (laughs) (laughs) and then the other one the other one also very sexy also could put it on my lips um but it it was it was less red and more dark and um and uh, yeah I don't know so so the dark one was very much Sam and the red one was very much Sarah and I could see her I could see her bringing it to her mouth and drinking out of it and it was like without any question grab the two teacups these are ours this is what's happening and then I had planned to gift it to <laughs> to her and she's such a sweet graceful friend and lets me be exactly who I am without without apology and I uh I kept it for myself because I thought it was so beautiful and I like saw it in my cabinet and I was like it doesn't feel right to give it to her it's like it feels like I need to still have it and it could have totally been ego attachment but we already decided that's not what it was but I definitely struggled with like me being a selfish crazy person who buys a gift for someone and then decides that they're gonna keep it for themselves I've done it before don't feel bad (laughs) 
But then I told her about it. I told her about how I had bought her this teacup, and but then I had to keep it. So then, okay, fast. But but the reason I bought it for her was because I could see her drinking out of it. Okay, fast forward back to the meeting. We're sitting on the couch gabbing, having a podcast, and the something. Back to you, Sam. And the something. So I thought the first initial, because I'm more of a coffee drinker than I am a tea drinker by far, but I love tea. However, Sam is much more of a tea drinker than a coffee drinker than I am. And I'm always, I love, like, love learning. If I could be a professional student, I would be. So to learn something that I don't have a lot of knowledge around, I was down for. And... So we were talking and I said, well, maybe we can do some some kind of review, like we can have drinks and do some type of review, whether it's coffee or tea or wine. And she mentioned, she was like, well, you're much more coffee than I am. And I was totally down with tea because, again, it's learning something um, that's more new to me. And then it hit her. That the whole time that she was envisioning the teacups and us sharing the teacups, it wasn't it wasn't about her gifting it to me. It was about what we were meant to do. And so the birth of Rebel Women with Teacups was made that day. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I, I, in the moment that, that we realized it, I feel like I lost my mind because it was like, oh, and there was a private lesson happening in the other room. So we also had to be like pretty quiet about our yes. <laughs> ecstatic findings of the universe. And we were like, oh my God. And we were whisper screaming at each other <laughs> about how, how incredible the universe is. Oh, uh, it's so, so bountiful. It's so, yeah. it's so working in our favor if we let it. For sure. Just trust. Mm. That's trust and follow the goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's that's how we got here. And we're going to continue to offer you all of the rebel goddess and rebel woman goodness. Yeah. And we're going to do it through storytelling. Me and Sam telling each other stories about goddess archetypes from across all cultures. Um, because there's always a lesson for somebody in in there for us and everyone else. And we're going to interview other rebel women. I'm very excited about that. I love interviewing people. I love finding out people's stories. It like fills me mm-hmm. whole, and I cannot wait. And we're gonna drink lots and lots of tea. Yeah. Lots of tea. <laughs> like you should see our arsenal already. It's amazing. It is. If you have a tea and recommendation, if- yeah, let us know. So just gonna you say, was? Yep. okay. I was, yeah. Or if you have any tea, you can always send it to us. Or if you have a beautiful teacup, take a picture and tag us. Yeah. We will gobble it up. <gasps> take a tea or take a picture of your teacup while you're listening to Rebel Woman with Tea. Uh, tag all the things. Yes, I please. Love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. Can't wait to have this the rest of this journey with you. Yes. Thanks so much for listening. You can find more from your sisters on Patreon. We've got four tiers of Shakti power to choose from with all sorts of Rebel Goddess Reclamation content, as well as our website, rebelgoddessreclamation.com, where you'll find seasonal events, circle leader mentorships, and drum birthing workshop circles. You can also support us individually with our solo endeavors. Sarah's website, theartofwildpleasure.com, is your go-to for all your Red Sisters offerings, workshops, trainings, sacred menarch celebrations, mother roaster services, moon-blessed apothecary items like bath salts, candles, intention oils, and so much more. You can see what Sam, your dark sister, is up to at matmotives.com. 
Matt Motives are chakra-based vinyl decals to use as focal points on your yoga mat, laptop, or wherever, serving as a reminder to rest your awareness on the qualities you want to cultivate. A third of all proceeds are donated to a nonprofit of your choosing at checkout. On the website, you can also find recorded breathwork practices along with lots of other subtle yoga workshops and trainings. Thanks again.